Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrell. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Game Changer podcast. I'm very excited today to bring you Diane Helbig. She is an internationally recognized business and leadership development coach, author, speaker, and workshop facilitator. As a certified professional coach and president of Seize This Day Coaching, Diane helps businesses and organizations operate more constructively and profitably. Here's what we're going to do today, though, with Diane that I'm really excited about. As you know, we toggle back and forth between game changers and game changing mindset, equally as important because without one, you can't have the other. So um, today, what I'm excited for is talking about dealing with the the little voices in our head that create self-doubt, that limit us from really believing in ourself and believing in our dream and believing in where we're headed. So as a, as a coach, um, and a very experienced one, this will be really great to get her perspective on what she's not only done in her own life, but how she works with other clients to truly believe in themselves and their vision so that they become unstoppable. So with that, Diane, what is it that I maybe left out that people should know about you? I would say um, the only thing that, and only because you didn't know it, is that I am in the process of licensing my networking groups that I started a couple of years ago so that coaches around the country can implement them in their, um, in their markets, in their communities. So. Excellent. Very good. And uh, as entrepreneurs, you know, multiple streams of income matter. So being <laughs> diversified is a very good thing. And being able to help others in uh, even a greater uh, way, I think, is also obviously fantastic. So excellent. So, so with that, with the, with what you've been doing and, and what you have coming up, it's always interesting to me about people who woke up and, and from minute one, as long as they could remember, knew what their calling was in life versus other folks that through life's twists and turns kind of wound up in a place that maybe they didn't expect. Which way was it for you? I ended up where I didn't expect. Ah, so tell us why, what, uh, what was your journey like that led you to, uh, being a coach? Uh, so, uh, you know, I went to college, graduated from college and just went into the work world, just like everyone else around me and, and worked and worked in various companies and different roles. And 10 years ago, uh, my father passed away somewhat suddenly. He'd been sick, but we weren't really expecting it. And through a process of, you know, talking with my siblings and, and my friends, I, I just felt that I wanted to do something different than I was doing, but I didn't know I had young kids, didn't know what it was. My best friend said to me, you should be a life coach. And I didn't even know what it was. So I started doing my research and I got on an introductory call from one of the coaching schools. And I sat there on the call writing down on a piece of paper, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. It was my, this huge moment where I said to myself, this is exactly who I'm supposed to be. This is exactly what I'm supposed to do. And it was a total shift from being in management and leadership and sales to owning my own business, being a business coach. I knew I couldn't be a life coach, but being a business coach, helping other businesses. 
Excellent. Now, right here, this is a perfect segue into what our topic is, which is believing in yourself and and eliminating self-doubt. So on that call, when you said you were writing that down, I could feel the passion in your voice of not just this is what I want to do, but this is my calling. This is my purpose. This is who I am. Yeah. And there has to be a whole lot of believing in yourself to even make that happen. Would you say that that of all the mindsets uh, to have, that that truly is one of the top if you're going to make it in whatever it is that you want to pursue? Would you say that just holding that in the forefront of your mind is critical? Absolutely. A- absolutely. You, you have to, and, and you know, and I think a part of it is that we have to um, not let other people put those negative thoughts in our head. So, you know, it's sort of a combination of things, but we have to really believe that we can do whatever it is we have decided we want to do. Exactly. Now tell me, was this something, I mean, have you always been since you were a kid, just, you know, kind of, you've always had your own back or would you say, was there any sort of a significant event or something that happened in life where maybe you allowed naysayers to get in your head or negative self-talk to where there was a tipping point of saying, you know what, I, I can't do this anymore. I've got to turn a leaf and I've got to believe a whole different way. <laughs> That's such a great question. I, I, w- I would say that I think for the most part, I think I... I've probably always believed in myself. I, um, however, I did an experience when I was working for a company um, many years ago where the owner of the company had me so far beaten down that I took a, de- I asked for a demotion. I re- I mean, I couldn't look for a job. I knew I had to get out of that company and I didn't have enough self-confidence to look for a j- another job. And then one day he pulled me into a meeting and he turned to me and he said, I told that guy this just this morning, I told that guy to fire you, but I'm not going to. And something snapped in me and I looked at him and I said, oh, I think you should. And he said, are you challenging me? I said, I'm not challenging you. You made a decision. I'm just telling you follow through with it. Because I think in my mind, I was thinking, please fire me. You know, someone has to get me out of here. And I don't and I couldn't do it for myself. But that was my turning point of saying, "Okay, you know what? I am so done with this person, allow, you know, helping me think that I can't do anything. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm curious now I'm, I'm right there in that moment. Did he? No. Okay. So then help me understand this from one coach to another. Why does somebody say, you know, here's something I'm thinking about doing or contemplating or conversation I had that then they're not going to follow through with what, what was, what was that about? Well, he, he was, he was, um, really psychologically abusive to, to his management staff hmm. and and had been, you know, f- longer than I had been with the company. And it, it was, it really was a game with him. I mean, he, he just, he pulled these things. It's really hard to explain. And he did it with everybody hmm. in his management staff. He didn't necessarily do it with the regular staff. Um, that, that it was a power sort of thing and to sort of see if he could break people. And he broke people constantly. I mean, he broke me and I was probably one of the strongest people there. I mean, I watched one woman cry every single day there and and just look at her and he was in another state and he was doing it. I was thinking, what is going on here? He was really good at it. Um, So, you know, I would have to say that he, he never really had any intention of firing me. He was trying to, he was trying to get at me. Right. 
and he went a bridge too far. And that was, you know, that was the straw. And I thought that, and his, it was funny because all these people were in the room looking at me like, what are you doing? Because they were all scared to death of him. Right. And I just, I was, you know, you just hit that, hopefully, you know, you, you hit that place where you say, okay, well, now, now I'm going to go. And I did, you know, I, I mean, a bunch of people left. It, that was sort of a turning point. So tell me, how do you get from a place, considering this is all about no self-doubt and believing in yourself, mm-hmm. which I can feel in you deeply, how do you get from that place? And let's just imagine somebody is listening right now who's in that job, who has that boss, and who feels that, I mean, it really does get in your head, um, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I, maybe I really can't do my job. Maybe they're right. And, and after a while, that conditioning really does affect our psyche. So if somebody is listening right now who is in that job that they don't really like with somebody who is, you know, emotionally abusive and very hard on them for whatever the reason, and, and they're saying, gosh, I'm listening right now to Diane. How in the world did she get from that place to being a very successful business coach. That's a huge delta between those two. I'd like to figure out my next step, but maybe he's right. Maybe I'm not good enough. And so that self-doubt really becomes overwhelming. How did you get from there to flipping the switch or the progression, whatever that was for you, to, to actually regaining back your strength and your voice and your power? What, what did that look like? Well, you have to go down, you have to go on a journey with the people who know you best. Because the people who know you best are not that guy. And the people who know you best are going to be able to remind you of your successes and your natural, you know, your talents, your natural being, who, who you really are. And so what I would say is, do yourself the favor of going on the journey and, and reaching out to the people in your world, not from, not like from a position of, Oh, this guy's really mean to me from the position of, I am doing some self discovery and assessing where my skills are because I'm thinking it's time for me to leave where I am. You know, if you sort of, if, if there's a way to, it's going to sound a little strange, but sort of take the emotion out of the feeling. So if I'm going to do an assessment of where my skills are, I'm going to try and do it from a really realistic standpoint, not an emotional standpoint. It's not what I want my skills to be. It's right. what are my skills? Because I think if we can hear other people, it's not fishing for compliments. It's really trying to identify where where am I best suited? And it's probably somewhere in this, that same role or in that same area that you're currently in then you have you you make the decision that you're going to believe the people who know you more strongly than you're going to believe the person who doesn't right and who clearly has an agenda like you said Correct. this gentleman had a, a a significant agenda with everybody right exactly and some people unfortunately the way they feel better about themselves is to make somebody else feel bad exactly and recognizing that i completely get it and i love what you're saying about the way that you frame that question is to frame it from a a genuine place of wanting to get the feedback of people that know you innately the best and not coming from a place of being a victim right Right. of oh gosh look at poor me you know what can you do to help me and then it just becomes some ridiculous pity party and that doesn't that's not beneficial at all exactly yeah exactly you really want it to be forward you want it to be a growth moment right right agreed 
Okay. So, so far, if I'm, I'm that person, I'm listening and I'm really struggling where I'm at, I'm going to go home today and I'm going to call three of my, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my tribe, right? The people that I'm closest to, and, and I'm going to ask for that feedback. Right. Now I've got to keep moving forward every day. So what is a mindset that you keep on the forefront every day to not allow in or certainly limit the naysayers or the self-doubt because it's a practice, right? It, we've got to, yeah. we've got to constantly cultivate that mindset. What is something that you do every day? Once you've taken that first step of keeping this, uh, like I said, locked in, in your forefront, uh, about really who, you know, truthfully you are and yeah. not allowing any of that negativity to get to you. So I'm going to give you two because okay. I think they're, they're equally important. The first one is that I keep a gratitude journal. So uh, three to five things that I'm grateful for every single day. Um, there, there's real power in gratitude. Uh, so, so that's one of the things that I do. The second thing that I do that that's along those same lines, it's somewhat similar, is I um, take time to acknowledge my accomplishments, no matter how small they are. Okay, I'm going to go with these in reverse order, because okay. these are both a uh, big deal to me as well. So in celebration, and I uh, yeah. as well could not uh, agree with you more, in celebration, is this, uh, are you, you know, ringing a little bell uh, in your kitchen? Are you, you know, taking yourself out uh, for, uh, you know, an ice cream sundae? In your way, how do you celebrate your wins? What, what is it that you do for yourself that makes you feel good to say, wow, I just got that client, right? Or, or I just solved that computer problem, whatever it is, that's a, a small win, a big win, whatever. What would an example of your way of celebrating it's actually a pretty simple way of celebrating what I do is I say it out loud. I, and I, sometimes I say it to my cat, like, and she doesn't care. Right, <laughs> right. Just, could absolutely care less, but it just makes me feel good to say it out loud. That's real acknowledgement that, you know, woohoo, I got whatever it was or did whatever it was, you know, I got that finished. I got that proposal out the door. What, like I said, it doesn't matter how small it is, but acknowledging accomplishments and successes you know, reminds us that we're doing that, that, you know, we are moving forward, that we are uh, succeeding in, even in small steps, but that's, you know, how you get there. Right. No, I love it. And I love you saying, saying it out loud because yeah. it makes it more real for whatever yes. reason. And, and it makes us give ourselves permission to be proud of what we're doing. Yes. And that's so important. And I think so overlooked with people. We don't, we don't mind beating ourselves up, right? right? We don't, we don't mind talking about every last failure, but to say out loud, gosh, I'm, I'm really proud that I was able to pull this thing off and we shouldn't feel bad for that. And there's a big difference between bragging and celebrating. Exactly. Yeah. I Thank love you. it. I love so it. True. Yes. I love it. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to go in reverse order. Your first sure. one was on gratitude. Yeah. So, uh, and I also believe in a gratitude journal and starting and ending every day with gratitude. I want to talk about two different things as it relates to um, how you do this. Sure. So is your gratitude journal, is this something that you start your day with or end your day with? It's actually something that I start my day with. Okay. And is it a look back or is it a look ahead? I'm going to be grateful for, or I'm grateful for in this moment, or how do you, how do you do that? Okay. So I do it in this moment. Um, sometimes the things that I'm grateful for, I say that I am grateful for them as if they have already happened, Mm -hmm. even though some of them have not. Okay. Like I am so grateful that I, 
um, was chosen to speak at fill in the blank, you know, whatever this thing is that I'm going for. Right. Um, even though I haven't quite so, because it's, it's feeling it yes. as in its, you know, in its reality. Um, but the other thing I do, and I don't do this every day. I do it actually when I have trouble sleeping, a friend of mine turned me onto this, the, the gratitude alphabet. Okay. Where you just start with the letter of the alphabet. And like, if I was going to start with a, I would say, a, I am grateful that Aaron, my son, um, got an 85% on his math test that he was so worried about. Mm. I am, you know, B, I am grateful that my mother got through her surgery well. You know, you just, you sort of do, and you get through like maybe five letters and you're asleep. Right, right. So, you know, so you just, you're just infused with that piece. I love it. It's like counting gratitude sheep. Yes. Yeah, I love it. No, that is excellent. And and, you know, for those of us that work uh, with the subconscious mind and programming, truly that last thought that you have is very uh-huh. significant, right? With people who watch the news as they fall asleep of nothing but, you know, horrible yes. story after horrible story and right. allowing that to be your last thought or the last penetration into your mind is not exactly the wisest choice one could make. This is absolutely much better. So uh, I love it. It's a fantastic, fantastic idea. And uh, I'm going to try counting gratitude sheep tonight. So oh, nice. there you go. There it is. Um, okay. So as a coach, I know that you value and believe in mentorship because that's a big role that, uh, coaches play is not not having an agenda, but, but whatever the best possible thing is for that person in how you can help them get there and see themselves that way further in your life, who has been a game changer for you? You know, um, the person I would say who I think has been the greatest game changer for me is my father. He, uh, when I was growing, he and I were really close when I was growing up. And he used to say, you can do anything you want as long as you're willing to do the work. And so I grew up as a girl in the 60s and, you know, 70s, believing that I could do anything I wanted to. At not, but I was a girl, you know, and it was during the whole sexual revolution thing. So there were people who were looking at me in management going, what are you doing here? It never crossed my mind because, and that was part of my self-confidence growing up was that I had this father who just, you know, raised me with that. He was a salesman. So I got to watch him. I got to work with him and see him interact with people. So I learned really great sales lessons and just the ways that he treated people. We taught before he died, we talked every single day. You know, I learned all my business lessons from him. It was just, there were so many things. He was always my champion. You know, there were just, I would say, if anyone had an impact on my life on a daily basis, and still to this day, even though he's been gone for 10 years, it's my dad. Right. So I, I have never asked this of anybody. So I now, I, but I'm, I'm going to ask you because I love this story. Um, I always end the show asking everybody what their best piece of advice is, but I'm going to back this up. Your dad, if you had to Uh reflect back to all of those conversations, whether it was the thing that he said the most or the thing that you felt from him was the most significant, what would you say his best piece of advice was for you? Wow. Well, the one that comes to mind, so it must have been the best piece of advice was, I don't care if you're a ditch digger, dig the best ditches in the world. Mm. I love it. 
And um, uh, well, uh, he and I would get along famously as well, because I, I agree completely, whatever you're going to do, yeah. do it to the best possible capacity that you have. Exactly. Right? And if you can't, if you're in a place where it's so miserable that you simply yeah. can't bring your A game, you got to go. Yeah. You're not only not doing anyone else a favor, you're not doing your spirit a, a favor whatsoever when you show up as less than, because we know that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, before I get to your best piece of advice, I want to back up one uh, second real quick here. For anybody who's listening, who really is inspired by this conversation and whether or not they feel that they're in that place that you are in and want to get where you are, or maybe they're close to where you are and they just want to continue to up their game, whether it's in business or sales or in any facet. And someone says, gosh, I'd like to reach out to uh, Diane directly. What is the best way for people to contact you? I would say the best way is for them to visit my website, which they can get to at seizethisday.co. There's no M on the end of that. There's It's just C-O. Um, they can sign up for a 30-minute complimentary um, consultation through my website. They can sign up for my newsletter, email me. Excellent. Excellent. And if, if you're driving or on a hike right now, all of this will be in show notes. So, and it will be a link I will have directly to her website. So, um, you don't have to uh, worry about scratching it in the dirt right now. If you're, like I said, out on a, out on a dirt hike someplace. So, uh, we will include that. So, uh, as I warned you, uh, I was going to, uh, have the last couple of questions. One of which is, um, Truly, if somebody wants to be a game changer, they want to make a difference in this lifetime, what is your best piece of advice you would give them? Gosh, there's so many. Um, I, I'm going to say that my best piece of advice would be believe in the possibilities. Yeah, I... Um, I love that that's your best piece of advice, which is obviously very connected to the mindset that you hold very dear, right? Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's hard to, if we're truly going to believe in possibility and live in self-doubt, the two cannot coexist. So right. you got to pick one. And I, I don't think I'd jump on the team of self-doubt if I had to pick a team I'd be riding with. So yeah, uh, yeah I could not agree more. Um, excellent. Okay. So um, my last question. Yeah. And I'm going to ask it, but then I also want to have the why behind it, why this is uh, your answer. And that is, out of your entire journey, everything that you've uh, done in life thus far, what is one thing that you absolutely believe to be true, and why is that? Okay. I believe that no matter what, you have to be honest I mean, you can say live in integrity, but I'm telling you, you have got to be honest with yourself and everyone else in order to get anywhere in, in this life. And my why is, I, I have seen it happen. I mean, when I was in sales, and sales is considered to be probably the one profession where people aren't necessarily as honest as they should be, and I was always honest. You know, I was raised that, you know, integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's paying attention. And I knew no matter what, that when I talked to a prospect, there were times where I couldn't work with people. It just wasn't the right thing. And I told him so. It pays you back 
in, in just a multitude of ways, not only in business and, and being successful because you know you have always been truthful with people, you've always done what was best for them, you've always told them the truth, but that you can, you know, when you put your head down at night and you, or you look at in the mirror, you can look at yourself, you can live with yourself because you know you always did the right thing and it really matters. Right. I, I agree. And, and I, I love this as a closing note. I want you to elaborate for people who maybe missed it or don't get the gravity of it when you say being honest with yourself. How do you mean okay. that? So there are times in your business where you're going to want to do things because you think you should, you think you need the money. Um, there's like other things at play. So, so when I say be honest with yourself, part of what I mean is you need to be honest enough with yourself to say, I'm going to have to bite a bullet here and say no, because it's not the best thing for me in the long run. It's not the best thing for my business in the long run. It's not the best thing for my life in the long run. And, and the only way that you can make those decisions is by being really honest with yourself about where you are and where you're going and what it's really going to take to get you there. Fantastic. So in your coaching program, is that something that you um, will help people with is is really figuring out and understanding their own truth, who they are to figure out, you know, where they're headed and what they want in that in that level of honesty with themselves? Is that something that you help folks with? I do. It's not necessarily on a um, on that level, I would say it, it comes through because I do business coaching as we determine what is it they really want to do in their business a lot of times the conversations we're having are, okay, is what you're about, is this decision that you're struggling with, you know, what's it really going to get you if you do it or you don't, right. you know, helping them come around to figuring out how to make those decisions on a regular basis, you know, be able to look at things based on what their true North is. So yes, it does happen. Just, right. You know, by virtue of what we're working on. Yeah. Well, uh, fantastic. So like I said, I'm going to have this in show notes. I, I love what you're doing. I love your background. And I, I agree. I think sometimes when we're struggling, whether it's a business decision or a personal decision, there's some level of, okay, am I, am I being real here with myself? Am I being honest? Because if there's some kind of struggle here, maybe I, I'm trying to do something like you said that I shouldn't be, yeah. or th that it's a place that I'm not at or whatever it is, but understanding that struggle um, is, is crucial. So, uh, yeah. folks jump on her website. I'm going to have the link. And like I said, uh, whatever it is in business that you could use some help with, you want somebody who is grounded, who is going to help you see your true North and, uh, and get you to believe in yourself sometimes at a time when it's hard to, and having that person in your corner, uh, truly can be the game changer. So, Thank you very much, Diane, for your time and, uh, and for your inspiration. I appreciate it very much. Oh, thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation. It's been wonderful. Excellent. Thank you. Talk, uh, talk again very soon. Very good. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.